fired. Three days ago, I was assaulted for the first time as a referee when a red-carded player threw his shirt in my face. After a game like that, you'd hope for a more gentle assignment. Maybe a friendly in an under-nine league where both teams have kittens for mascots. Instead, I've been assigned to a City Cup first-round game between two teams of distinct ethnic origins. They hail from a part of the world far from my city and have been in conflict for well over a century. It's the luck of the draw. It's due to get dark around half-time, so the home team asks if it's okay if we play the first half on their smooth and kempt grass field with no floodlights, then at half-time move to the neglected cinder pitch, weeds and all, but with floodlights. The answer? No. So they haul the wheelie out of the shed, paint the lines and clear away the debris from a storm the night before. What follows on this decrepit surface is the most intense and challenging game I've ever refereed. There are so many fouls that it's hard to recall more than a handful of clean challenges throughout the entire match. I play advantage multiple times just to keep the game flowing. This irritates the away team in particular when they don't make good on the advantage. Yet in between the dirty play, there are some cracking goals. We go in at half-time with a score at 3-2 and a count of three yellow cards. I fear, though, that they're just getting started, and I'm right. In the second half, the game remains closely fought and highly fractious. I run around putting out fires like a lone United Nations envoy with a water bucket in the middle of a city under siege. My appeals for calm and a steady stream of yellow cards for foul play and dissent are about as effective as a UN resolution drafted and passed in faraway New York. There is something going on here far beyond my remit, on the brink of an explosion. Five times I have to separate players or groups of players yelling and squaring up to each other. A chat with both captains makes no difference at all. I don't help matters by making a significant mistake. I let play continue after an aerial challenge between the home team's robust centre-back and the away side's already fuming centre-forward. The striker goes down with a dramatic yell, not for the first time. Every foul in this game is a short and outraged three-act play, clutching his back. When I go over to look, I realise that he was genuinely hurt in the challenge, a knee or an elbow into his back that I hadn't seen under the poor floodlights. The away team now feels that I'm against them and start to foul with even more deliberate intent while letting me loudly know that I'm the carrier of injustice. Of the ten cautions I issue, at least half a dozen could easily have become reds for second offences. Gauging the already blazing temperature, though, I refrain from sending anyone off. It feels like that would be the final spark needed to propel the random skirmishes into an ugly, full-on mass confrontation. Instead, I continue to talk, to try and mollify the aggrieved, even the ones accusing me of bias and incompetence. The away team's number 21, already booked for dissent, rants on and on until I tell him, I'm not even listening anymore. Save your breath. I'm so relieved when I blow the final whistle that I don't give a fuck when the away team's number seven, already booked, tells me what a useless waste of space I am. Have a nice evening, I reply, although I should have said, you're right, if I was any good, I'd have sent you off hours ago, you moaning, fouling twat. To my surprise, that's the last of the abuse. Players from both teams thank me and shake my hand and say, well reft. Some even come into my changing room to drop a kind word. 
I've a suspicion they might have been told to do so by their club officials for fear of a searing disciplinary report, but it could also just have been an acknowledgement that I'd done my best during a grimy, belligerent encounter. I'd give myself six out of ten. I feel the game got out of control in the second half after I missed the foul. Still, we all came out the other side alive and mainly unscathed, which is more than you can say for the real-world conflict between these two groups. I came home mentally and physically shattered, unable to eat and feeling nauseous. But I also belong to a nation-state, enjoy freedom of movement and live in a wealthy democracy. I got a lucky draw. I think I'll survive. Final score, 5-3, 10 yellow cards.